What's up, fellow Zeros? Thanks for tuning into Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that can't hit a bulb from this distance. I'm Joe. We're here to talk to you about Iron Man 3. And joining me are my two other mechanics. Their names are Sequel. The podcast with the big bunny. Relax about it. And Corey. The podcast is still wondering what happened to the first mouse. Were either of those... No. What the fuck that were the other four? That just goes to show you how many things were in here. Can you, can you tell them? Tell us what they were? I guess I can. Yes, please. The podcast that does what we know. The okay. podcast that just stole a poncho from a wooden Indian. Mm. The podcast that honestly hates working here. That would have been good. Yeah. Yeah. They're really weird. <laughs> <laughs> so Iron Man 3, it's about to be Christmas in March. But first, we've been watching other stuff. Corey, why don't you let us know what you've been watching in your absence? You got it. My apologies for my absence last week, boys. It happened. The, the train was... Yeah. You were sorely missed. Not yeah. your fault. Yeah. I sat... Nothing made, made me feel grosser. And, like, I work with children all day. Like, they are just generally gross because the, their hygiene just isn't there yet. And they're all hitting puberty, so it's like... Oh, oh ew. It's yeah, not it gross, could, just it's, you describing it. It, 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 can, it, can be, it can be pretty gnarly. But the grossest thing I had to deal with that day was sitting on the floor of Penn Station for two hours. Yeah, that's that sounds no fun. No, it wasn't. But like the alternative was like to sit outside and have homeless people beg, like try to panhandle from me, or change, or like have to spend twenty dollars on a uh, a Starbucks coffee because everything in Penn Station is more expensive. Twenty bucks? No, not that. Oh, thank God. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, so what I've been watching, the two things I am going to talk about. Uh, one is something I've been watching with the wife, and the other is something I'm watching by myself. What I'm watching with the wife is we are catching up on season three of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I didn't realize that had a third season already. Just dropped. Just dropped like a couple weeks ago. Huh. It is good. They're doing some weird things, and I don't know if they're doing the weird things because that's what the graphic novel that it's based on did. So they're like, oh, let's try to stay true to the source material. Or if they're just making weird choices, but there are some weird choices happening. It's good. I mean, the acting's still great, but it's uh, taking a turn. And what I'm watching on my own is The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez. I popped up on my Netflix. I didn't start it yet. I bet this is a murder thing. It it is. is. I love love true crime. Listen to all of the murder podcasts. All of them. The murder casts. If there's a new one, I'll, I'll I'll at least give it a shot. But this one, this one hit hit home a lot harder, because for those that don't know the, without giving anything away, the whole story is about a eight year old boy who was tortured, abused, and eventually murdered by his mother and mother's boyfriend. Cool. Sounds familiar to what happened on Long Island. <laughs> yeah, it, it and it's like it's they're not pulling any punches as far as what they're willing. To talk about like I don't want to watch this. No, it's it's a lot. They they show a lot of like some graphic imagery. It's the the woman is certifiably insane, and they show you like watching her descend into madness. It's just you describing what the show is. I could tell you that that woman's probably certifiably insane. Oh yeah, she is. She, she absolutely is. Um, it's a lot. It, it's really really like most times when like a true crime thing pops up, like I can binge it. I can binge making a murder. I can binge all of the other. Things like when I'm new to a podcast, I'll binge that podcast and listen to all of what they say about all of the murders. But this one, like I've I've broken it up over like three days. 
just and too only, much. And I'm only like two episodes in. Like I can't watch. I can't even watch one full episode at a time. It's just a lesser man would just walk away from that show, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an important story to tell. I mean, the teacher gets involved in the, the episode I'm watching right now, and I'm just like, for oh. good reasons, right? Of course, of okay. course. All right, good. But the part of the, I think the real point of the documentary is is to show the the flaws in the child protective services system. Because on top of the mother and the father being tried, they're also trying four separate social workers that worked the case, that followed this boy. And nobody, like, you look at, like, what they're describing, you're like, this is, like, months. This happens over the course of months. And they didn't take the fucking kid away. Like, I don't understand. So it's it's almost nice to see... uh People being held accountable for their major mistakes. But now that I've been a huge downer, go ahead and... Fun times, Kick Corey. it to somebody else. <laughs> Joe, you do yours next. Yeah, alright, never mind. <laughs> never mind, <laughs> fuck you, Joe, I'm going. You ever see Dear Zachary? No. You would love it. Is it also on Netflix? N- no, but you can find it. It's been out for a while. Okay. It's about a woman from Canada murdered her, the father of her child in the United States, and they had a kid... And she was on trial for murder in Canada, so the um, parents of the deceased father assumed custody of the kid, but then she was like on parole, and Canada demanded that the boy be extradited back to his mother, who was a murderer. And it's as bad as you think. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. I feel that. like we talked about this at some point before. It's called Dear Zachary. All right. That sounds vaguely cool. familiar. Going on the list. Chilling fucking horrifying people are monsters yeah and it's just so bad it's it's bad what happens but it's even worse just like the stupid bureaucracy of like you know it's right but you're doing this anyway and ah it's so frustrating to watch because i think you would like it a lot it sounds like something and that's and that's the thing right like these laws are made by people who have a moral compass when the laws were made. Yes. And things though, change. And things change and nobody's everybody's trying to be like, no, I mean it's worked for this long. Be like, yeah. But we also said that women should have cigarettes to stop morning sickness a couple of decades ago. So we grew from that too, didn't we? So it's it's uh We learned yeah. that sending children back to murderers might be bad. Oh my God. Generally. Terrible. Generally. Joe, you can do your what you've been watching. I'm sorry for my that's, rude No, comment. that's fine. No, you were no, very rude no. about it, but I'll just I go. No. <laughs> uh, I don't have much to talk about, so we're going to be back to you pretty soon. I haven't... The first thing is I'm almost done with a movie because that's how my girlfriend and I watch movies usually. We watch them in chunks now. Pieces. I'm almost done with Mask of Zorro. And? And, like, I enjoy it mostly. Benicio... Not, not Benicio. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas looks a lot like Inigo Montoya in it. Yes. I can't... Yes, he does. Unsee that. You don't have to. Once my brain made that connection. You don't have to. Let it happen. But it's fun. I can't believe that movie only came out in 2005. Oh my god. Is think, it really that young? I think so. Anthony Hopkins has looked the same age in movies to me for like a while. I'm pretty sure it's 2005. I don't think Anthony Hopkins has ever I'm Googling looked it. different. I thought it was like 96. I like, thought it was like 96 also. I'm usually within like five years. Oh, 98. My bad. Oh, good. I was going to say, maybe the, maybe the other one was 2005? It could, I don't know. Very well could have been. But yeah, okay, this good. All right, I feel better now. Yeah. Either way, Anthony Hopkins has been the same age that Anthony Hopkins is currently since he made Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. 
I, I like he had a sweet spot, I guess. Looked exactly the same. Yeah. And yeah, that movie's fun so far. Hoping it ends fun. <laughs> I'll find out. Maybe tune in next week. And no, the definitely other, tune in yeah. next week. Well, maybe I mean, you'll find out. Yeah, maybe it. you'll find out how I thought about it if I remember. And the other thing is just it's kind of trash, but I started watching. There's a reality show on Netflix called The Circle. Okay. It's just all these people live in separate apartments and they can only communicate with each other through a social media app or whatever. It's just, well, not an app, but like it's their TVs are linked up and stuff. That's interesting. It's huh. it's not the thing I would sort of thing I'd normally be into, but for whatever reason it got recommended to me by another podcast, so I started watching it. And a lot of it is just kind of wholesome and delightful interaction between people. And then some people trying to catfish other people, which is just weird. Are they not allowed to go out into the real world? They have to stay in their apartment and the yeah. only contact they can have is with Alleg- this TV? Allegedly, through the Allegedly. rules of the show, what we're seeing. Yeah. How do they eat? Who buys them food? They probably just get food stocked and like delivered. Because okay. when they moved in, they had all like plates and food and stuff ready to go. Are they all one like one bedroom, one person apartments or are there No, like it's like couples? a whole apartment. It's just one person, but it's like a whole That's what I mean. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's, like it's a one sick person. apartment. I'm half interested. I'm intrigued. I would recommend you at least try it out cuz if you watch the first episode and you don't like it, it doesn't get any different. Okay. I'm like 3 episodes in. There's right. one guy named Joey who's the most Italian stereotypical like just for lack of a better term, fuck boy. <laughs> Do you guys remember that time? But he's just delightful. Remember that time when reality TV shows legitimately just stacked the deck with the most stereotypical people in any given demographic that they were trying to shoot for in that moment? Like, The Real World, for example. Every season of The Real World had most demographic, like whatever demographic they were shooting for. But like the most stereotypical version of all of those demographics. Well, yeah, that's what yes. that's what tests well. That's mm-hmm. what people want to see for whatever reason. Yeah, people send in their in audition audition tapes, and they probably don't act like that in real life. They're just hamming it up for the camera. They're almost actors. <laughs> They're trying to get this, their big break. This is gonna catapult my career. No, it's not. A couple of people have like turned it into a little bit of something, but example. I don't know. There's... The Miz. That guy, there was one dude on... <laughs> That's the only one I can think of. <laughs> Frankly, checkmate. There was one dude on Real World Las Vegas or whatever. He got a, an episode of Drake and Josh, I remember. Oh. I was like, holy shit, it's the guy from Las Vegas, Real he World. <laughs> he Drake made it. Josh. That's still pretty good, considering. Anyway, that's what I've been watching. Sequel. Um, I watched a few movies. Uh... I texted you guys during a week. Teen Titans go to the movies. It's so good. It's amazing. It's, it's so phenomenal. It's such a fun film. movie. So, Corey, one too many musical numbers. So, not enough. Not, not enough musical numbers. All the musical numbers hit. They're hysterical. They're slam dunks. An upbeat, inspirational song about life. It's, I know oh. what you need. <laughs> so good. I love it. It's so good. My wife never saw it, too. So we what did she think it. about she it? She loved it. Oh, yes. she was like, this, is, this is a star. Fine. I'll watch it one more time. This is sequel. Good call. Absolutely. She especially loved the scene where they go back in time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That scene That's... is fucking fantastic. <laughs> you don't want to go down Murder Alley. <laughs> you want to go down Popsicle Lane. Even when they balance Krypton, the way they do it, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's um, borderline another musical number. Pretty much is. I watch Semi-Pro. I've, I've seen, never seen yo, that. that. I've always wanted popped to. Popped up on my Netflix. That's it. Yes, That's what I know what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh. It's on my top. It, it's like been like the one that they're pushing for me too. I clicked on it. I got like I only got like ten minutes in before my like next class came in. I might watch why that I didn't like mention tomorrow. it. So semi pro. I remember when it came out. It didn't do very well, and everyone's like, "All right, we're kind of pushing the Will Ferrell envelope a little too hard here." And now that some time has passed, semi pro is hysterical. <laughs> I'm telling you, the, <laughs> such a good movie. The weird off kilter Will Ferrell movies that didn't like hit when they came out are his funniest movies. Other guys, not hugely popular. Phenomenal. I'm not going to go his funniest movies, but they are certainly funny. Yeah, like, they're, well, they're no Anchorman, they're no Step Brothers, there's sure. no old school. But what I mean is like, they're, they're low-key funny that when you go back, it's nice to be able to go back to, to a movie that you didn't think was that great, watch and be like, holy shit, I didn't realize how good this was. I was so stupid back then. <laughs> No, I mean, I get it. I get why people don't like it when it came, when it came out. I they think pushed it really it. hard. They, they had did. all those Old Spice ads with him in it with Jackie Moon. Jackie mm-hmm. Moon. Love me sexy. Such a, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I can't wait to watch Check it. it out. I will forever laugh at the scene where he like starts playing defense against his I'm own gonna, team. I'm going to fingers in the ears. Because I don't want to miss a joke. Corn dogs, Corey. Yeah. Corn dogs. <laughs> exactly. All right, we're done. I just realized I'm going to hear this when I edit it anyway. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the funniest scene in the movie. It's, 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 uh... No, but it's, it's, for me, I like, yes. I just, the way that it happens is just so fun. It just gets me. Lastly, today, I went down to the theater and saw a little film called The Way Back. Oh, that came out? Came out, yeah, this it came week. Out has an 85 around Tomatoes. Is it beautiful? Ben Affleck's really good in it. I'm sure he is. Really, really good in it. Oh, that's the basketball one, right? Yes. yes. It is an interesting sports movie where... Is it like barely sports? No, there's it's half sports, but the the lows are really low and the highs aren't high enough for me. So it's one of those. So I had like a... It's, it's like realistic. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, I, you want to, sometimes you want movies to be escapism. Yeah. It's like... You don't want something to happen, but that's the way it has to be. He kind of like makes his own bed and lies in it, so so to speak. But uh, definitely worth the watch. Like most sports movies with an alcoholic coach. Yeah, sure. That's such a trope. I just realized. Well, let's see. Bad News Bears. Cannell wasn't really alcoholic in Hardball. He was a gambling addict, right? Splitting hairs. Addiction of no, some No, I mean... <laughs> Well, we'll call it addiction then. I yeah. mean, either right, way. An, an addict coach. There's that Sam Rockwell movie where he coaches the girls' basketball That's team. That's a great movie. It is a great Fuck, movie. Fuck, what's the, the, the uh, Tom Hanks one, too? It's Winning Season. Winning Season, yeah, yeah. You're right. Tom Hanks. Why am I not thinking? Baseball in World War II. Oh, League of Their Own. League of, League of Their, Their Own. Own. He's an alcoholic in that. Yeah, everyone, everyone just yeah, drinks. But... All these sports coaches just drink. <laughs> is Kurt Russell drunk in Miracle? No. no. Drunk okay, on, good. Drunk on patriotism, Joe. Well, that's a kind of drunk. <laughs> Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Uh, yeah, so check that one out. It was worth the hype. I liked it. And no one was really hyping it except for like us. Yeah. <laughs> we both wanted to see it. So, so bad. bad. <laughs> could do that tomorrow too. Uh, a lot of movies getting pushed back too because of the coronavirus. It's nuts. Bond got pushed to November. Mulan's definitely going to get pushed. To November? When was it supposed to come out? April. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I don't know if that's, that's just. I don't know if that's just. A, it, yeah. Like they, they're saying, they came out and said, "Oh, we're gonna push it back because of the corona outbreak." But seven months. But yeah, that seems like they did something. Something is happening. Somebody wants to reshoot. Well, they don't want to. No, it's no no reshoots. November's traditionally been the Bond month. 
they pushed it they pushed it to try something new that probably wasn't going to work out and the t- other things i read is they might get award consideration for this one they think it's that good and yeah. i gotta catch up on the daniel craig bonds daniel craig bond moves are pretty good i think this one's supposed to be better than one. the rest they're definitely a different type of bond movie in my opinion they're not nearly as heavily reliant on the action sequences to move the movie forward like they're actually like plot based in movies and the dialogue matters and stuff like that i I mean i'm enjoying him as bond i'm sure i will i've only seen like three bond movies i've seen goldeneye i've seen goldfinger which is like the best one and i want to say moonraker i love i fucking love moonraker Wow. It is not one of the That's more one popular. Of Shaw's ones. In it, yes, right? it's yeah. one that goes yeah. space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. It's people like, don't do not like it. I fucking love it. It's funny, like I right, said, so people make fun of the Fast and Furious movies, like oh they're gonna go to space, blah blah blah. Like like Bond, come on, <laughs> Bond's the original. <laughs> Let's get over ourselves. But yeah, but back to the coronavirus. Uh, China. The, most of these movies make their money in China, and I feel they're gonna be affected long after. That's true. We're fine, so. I think they're trying to normalize now. Like, they're trying to get back on track. Possibly. They're settling down. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. It's a scary thing. I'm not a scientist. It is. It is quite freaky. And no, Joe, sadly you're not. You could be, though. You're smart enough. I'm just not putting... I'm not going back to school. Yeah, no, that's I'm not fair. doing it again. I don't blame you. Do you have to go back to school to be a scientist? Or just, Probably. Just Can do... I just declare myself a scientist right Probably. now? Probably. Sure. Let's do Guys, scientific I'm shit. forever... Now known as also part-time scientist. You don't need the Excellent. label. You just have to. I all do you, need the label. You technically, the label? all you need to do is go onto your Twitter and change that little like blurb underneath to scientist. scientist. Put just include scientist in there. Yeah, just also scientist. Self-proclaimed. Host of ZTH podcast. Self-proclaimed scientist. Comma scientist. Sure. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Cool. And then once it's on Twitter, it's like law now. I can't be verified though. Live your best life, Joe. And that's what we've been watching. I'm assuming you're done. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm glad that the last line of before that's what we've been watching is live your life, Joe. Live your best life. <laughs> live your best life. Coming to theaters in November. We're pushing <laughs> it back. Now the movie facts. Oh, shit. My paper's not here. Where is Hold it? Hold on. Play me out, Nick Cannon. <laughs> I don't know. I actually know the tune. <laughs> Professional. We should leave Joe a message right now. A modicum of professionalism. All right, man. God damn it! (laughs) I was trying to figure out something, like something to say, so that you'd have a secret message when you were editing. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, So sorry. I already get to hear that spoiler on the semi-pro joke. I have to watch it before I edit. Yeah. Solution found. (laughs) Watch watch it tonight. (laughs) I might. Done. Iron Man 3 came out in 2013. It's rated PG-13. A lot of 13s. It's two hours and ten minutes long. Directed by Predator-famed Shane Black. It stars Robert Downey Jr., Gwyneth Paltrow, Don Cheadle, Guy Pearce, and Rebecca Hall. Budget is $200 million. Or was $200 million. It grossed $1.2 billion. Second highest grossing movie of 2013. Behind? First one. Frozen. Ugh. That actually tracks, though. I've never seen most of Frozen, so... Haven't seen but, any of Frozen. Nor well, I kinda, have I. I kind of want to, though. We have access to it at any time. I know, time. I know. It's just, I'm a 31-year-old man. I'm not going to just sit down and put Frozen on. watch it together? 
That'd be less weird. <laughs> somehow, Frozen two th- party at my house. Somehow two or three 30-year-old men watching Frozen is less weird than us just watching it individually in our own yeah. time. Yes, I, I would feel much more comfortable. If <laughs> is that going to be our first live, uh, live cast movie? Frozen, probably not. No. I hope it's The Room. Oh, God. Let's just do it. <laughs> One day. And uh, domestically, it made $409 million. How it was scored, we got Rotten Tomatoes with a 79%. Certified fresh. Hmm. <laughs> the audience of Rotten Tomatoes, 78%. IMDb, 7.2 out of 10. Metacritic with a 62 and a user score of 6.5. Now we're going to let you know what we thought of Iron Man 3, which is spoiler-free as always, because it's our general thoughts. Hey, Corey, what would you think? This movie's fine. But fine is not what you want an MCU movie to be. The MCU has held itself up to such a high standard that when you drop a movie like this that's a borderline dud, it kind of it kind of hurts to watch. There's minimum two to four like major problems with this movie, which we'll obviously get into. But like I, I could count at least three or four things that I like have like. I take serious issue with with this movie, which is weird because Iron Man's are usually the consi- like the easily consistent, just good, enjoyable ones. Well, there's only been three, and, and the first one's awesome. The first second one, one's not two's that not good. great. Uh, this and one, then is... three is. I'm not going to tell you what I think about. I don't three. think I don't think I dislike two that much, but it doesn't matter. It's weird, nonetheless, that the cornerstone character of the MCU can't has at least one of his three that are not good. Moving on. Sequel, what do you think? This is a bottom three MCU movie. I have seen it twice now. I hated it when I saw it in theaters, and I hate it just as much now. It's not good. Oh, we'll get into it. Bottom three, though. This is going to be nuts. <laughs> you like be it? a fun one. I had such a good time watching this movie. Oh, fuck! This movie's so, like, I'm not going to say so much better than I remember, because I didn't think it was bad when I saw it the first time, but, like, I enjoyed this movie. It's got... It's got a couple of not great things about it, but overall, it was a really great experience. I liked it. I think it's way better than Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2 sucks. Iron Man 2 is the dud, I, in my opinion. I like 2 more than 3. But, I'm but you hate this movie. But I, as so like, you can tell from my ranking list, I like it 1 more than 3. And this was like I'm trying to remember what the fuck <laughs> happens in Iron Man 2 that makes it a bad movie, though. The fact that you can't remember... Well, I was going to say the fact you can't remember what happens in Iron Man 2 makes it kind of a bad movie. Whiplash, you got the army that they've... Oh, uh, yeah. They That's not good. Like, That's right. You got the whip... Tony Stark forgets all the lessons he's learned in Iron Man 1. Yep, he's, well, he's just like, I'm a douche again. Kind of dying. <laughs> yeah. The thing keeping alive is killing himself. It's an interesting concept. It is. It's just poorly executed in that movie. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, I like this better than 2 then. All right. Got one in my camp. But... <laughs> Those are our general spoiler-free thoughts. From here on out, we're going to be spoiling Iron Man 3 and talking about it in detail. So if you haven't seen it, it's on Disney+. Plus. I don't know what else. I'm pretty sure they have an exclusive contract because it's their movie. So, yeah. Did the two of you watch it on Disney+. Plus? I did. I, did. I had some buffering issues, but... Likewise. It still beat the DVD in quality. You both own the Blu-ray. I have a DVD. The three pack. You didn't buy the three pack. Oh, I did buy the three pack. Fuck, I forgot all about that. Thought you both bought the three pack. I did buy the three pack. I only bought Cap because I don't need Iron Man two and Blu-ray. The movie's not gonna be watched that much by me. I forgot I bought both. I know I bought the Cap one. I 
I totally bought, forgot I bought the Iron Man one. The three packs cheaper than them individually by like thirty dollars, which yeah. is that makes insane. That's that is insane, but that I mean that's a good purchase if you want them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean the real irony is that once the uh, the Infinity Saga comes out in one big box set, I'm buying that bitch too. Like, Same. I'm not doing that. It's like three hundred dollars, oh and it's gosh. insane. But I'm fucking getting it. Well, I'm not gonna get it like the week it comes out. I'll wait for it to. We marked out. down like 80% on Blu-ray.com after nobody buys them. Cause there you nobody, go. Nobody buys physical media anymore. So. You let me know when that happens, and I might also buy it for 80% yeah. off. 80% yeah. off is, yeah. is, is a good, is a good price now. <laughs> and in case I didn't say it already, spoilers for Iron Man 3 from this point forward. Let's do this. I was wanting to see if the sequel was going to jump right in. It's the worst villain ever. It's a terrible It's not villain. a great villain. They bastardized the Mandarin. What That's, the hell? Again, like, so when I was saying that there's a couple of things about this movie that really bug me, that's the biggie. That's the biggie. I, so I don't, didn't know Marvel lore, lore as much when I, when like the MCU was kind of coming into its own, um, my comic book knowledge was was pretty strictly about like the couple of comic books I really enjoyed. I didn't know the universes on the whole much, much like on a larger scale. So like I was like, that's a weird choice. And then we watched that one animated Iron Man movie for this. Oh yeah, the very boring one. It was very very boring. boring. But at least they got the fucking Mandarin right. And then I like I went down that rabbit hole and I was like, this is fucking awful. He's one of the Big bads in the Tony Stark universe. He's yeah. Iron Man's yes. arch nemesis. And He's this is how they treated him? supposed to be mystical. He has yeah. the ten rings. It's... They could have done so much more. Make make Guy Pierce just a generic villain. Make him, like, nothing. Make him, like... They just invented him out of nothing. And then this movie is slightly better. I hate being bait... The bait-and-switch trailers that they did for this one, too. Where they had, like... You saw the Mandarin's terrorist videos. You see Tony looking worried. You see Tony make his speech to the press, like I'm going to track down the the the, uh, the Mandarin. I'm like, wow, this is kind of cool. This this looks like it's going to be gritty and tough. And Shane Black's doing it. It's going to be PG-13. It's going to be awesome. But no, it's a. Uh, I was excited for Ben Kingsley. He oh, they, uh. Ben Kingsley's still great in this. He is. He's pretty good in it. Admittedly. Great! He's yeah. in two scenes and he's a buffoon. That's yeah, pretty great. Ah, oh, that's to see. I nope. enjoy him in nope. this movie. I uh, hold on, hold on. So the way he does his Mandarin character, right? Sure, you you ruined the character that is the yes. Mandarin. You did. No arguing that. Well, hold but on, the, hold on. But hold the up, way that up. they went with it, yes. Do, do you watching this? Do you consider Ben Kingsley to be the Mandarin? No. He's not. It's Guy Pierce, right? Because Guy Pierce says at the he end, even says I, it I am the Mandarin. Yes. Okay. So it's separate, separate, separate sure. the two. Sure. But as like the way that he looks, the way that he talks, if this is the way that they're going to go with it, they always kind of try to, the MCU up to this point really tried to do a lot of things grounded in some semblance of reality. Okay, fine. I'm in. I'm okay with it. And then when he comes out as like just the actor, and I'm like, he plays two completely different people in both of those moments, and I'm like, that's good. Like I appreciate the fact that he can be like a buffoon, substance abusing. I like the buffoon. I, I like. I, I think it's. I fun. love Trevor. It's a shitty I, reveal. It's, it's a awful. Reveal. That's and, fine. And I, whatever his performance is doesn't matter. <laughs> see, that's just where we're gonna do. Like that. Then that's where the disagreement comes in. I don't like. I don't like the reveal. I don't like what they did. 
But at least his acting, at least he wasn't a dud actor. At least he wasn't. It was Ben Kingsley? No, what I mean is like at least it wasn't a. Sh- yes. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be Ben Kingsley. Like it's so generic. It could have been anybody. He's wearing like a disguise. He's a failed actor that's playing a role in the movie. It's uh. But it's very believable. I, ben Kingsley does a very good job with it. You're never going to see past it because you hate the, the the switch so much. I don't think I'm ever going to be that impressed by so little body of work. Sure. <laughs> I didn't say he should have been nominated for an Oscar. I was just like, I like him in it. I, since we, we jumped in on the negative side of things, I'll continue it. <laughs> sure. I'm not really surprised by it. <laughs> uh, I really, really did not like the narrating part of it. That's weird. The the close the opening and closing monologue by yep. Tony was not a big fan of it. The and best. they tried to make it a pe- like. I think they realized that it's not an MCU thing, and they were like, "Let's give it a shot and try." And they were like, "Oh, you know what? Just in case it doesn't work that well, let's make the post credit scene relate directly to it, so we could just make it as if it was another joke." I think it was a bad choice. I'm glad that they didn't continue to do it. I'm glad that we don't get a mess of MCU movies that are being open monologued by the characters in the movie. I think that's Yeah, it. I can't think of any other ones. I mean... We get a couple other moments throughout the series where, like, you get, like, vis- like something's happening on the screen and there's another voice on top of it. But not, like, straight narration like this is. The only thing I can think of is Endgame. Endgame, for sure. It's not, he's not really narrating it. It's the message to his daughter. We're just... Yeah, but we just don't know that it's yes. the message of the daughter yet. Until that's yes. revealed, yes. Exactly. I will give you that this movie definitely gets too jokey with certain stuff, and it undermines it. Like, Aldrich Killian is not a great villain, but he's really undermined when he's just like, I am the Mandarin, and then Pepper Potts hits him with a rod. Yeah. And he flies yeah. away. And it's like, it lessens the impact for sure. Like, he wasn't a, a top-notch villain, but no. he, he was... wasn't even taken seriously in the end either. Yeah. Three it, villain. It's just weird. He was, like, what sucks is that, like, the plan that he had put in motion, the plot doesn't suck. You have these people that are now biological bombs, so you can bomb things and not leave any evidence behind because the person who planted the bomb is the bomb. You've got this guy who manages, like, he uses the, like, his anonymity statement, like, those are like that's a good way to be a villain. I like that idea. He manages to get the president almost killed. Cool, but at the end of the day, once everything comes to fruition, it doesn't take all that much for them to overcome the obstacle. It, it, it's in that series of MCU movies where, like, at the end of the day, the obstacle wasn't that hard to overcome. The good guys came out on top, obviously. Also, did her hitting him with the rod just ultimately defeat him? Like, was that the end? That's the last we see of him, isn't it? Yes, but it's... Even it's though a, he's, like, this superhuman person? Is, she's, like, more of a super... No, no, he, she throws something. She takes, like... No, she hits him with she the... Hits she him. hits him with the rod. Yeah. He starts it. to get back up. He starts to get back up and, like, redo whatever. And then, like, one of the... Like, she throw Like, he throw, um Tony throws her a canister. Oh, right. Yeah, he blows... Yeah, right, she right, throws right. it at him, and then, like, I think... Okay. Like, like, uh, he explodes for, like, a third time. Guys. Yeah. Because, like, then, like, the Iron Man suit that was attacking her 
gets ripped apart and she uses okay, the helmet. Okay, so that's less, that's less bad. It's not good, but it's slightly less bad than I just having her hit him with the rod and the, then it be over. The thing is, I feel like it should have just ended when Mach 42 locked yes. in there and he exploded. Like, good enough. You done it. If you wanted Pepper to kill him, she could have done, done that, that at any other point in time, too. I like House Party. I like the House Party protocol. I like seeing all the different Iron Man suits that we don't ever get to see again. That was fun, yeah. It's fun. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like to, I like to have all the suits fly around and stuff like that. I don't know. I just like my Iron Man in his own suit fighting bad guys. This is the first, this we is the first, don't really get a lot of that. Yeah, this is the first... <laughs> we don't. We get a... Because this fleshes out Tony as a character. Yeah, we get a lot of Tony not and in the call suit. Call it Tony Stark 1, not Iron Man 3. But he's still Iron... Tony Stark is Iron Man. He even says it again yeah. for like the eighth time. I know that's what the the point of the movie is like. Yeah. Even without the, the suits, suit. I'm still I, okay. We didn't need to know that. But this is this is the point in his arc where he has to make a decision if he is more than his suit, right? And this is the point where Does the he, man make the suit or the suit makes, makes the man. Because up to this point, it's it without his suit. What is he? Billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. But you Batman? know what I mean, like I I. I do agree with you, though. There was a lot of not suited up Iron Man in this. Even some like... I love it. I don't dislike it, necessarily. It's just a lot. I love Tony Stark's spy. Like, <laughs> he's sneaking into the mansion. Yeah, the That was a cool the... scene. Yeah. I like that. Working all the dudes. That was amazing. He uses technology because he's a yeah. mechanic. Cause he doesn't have the suit. That's fine. Him, him bonding with the kid. His relationship with the kid is one of my favorite things That's about this movie. That's my favorite thing. With it's the it's movie. pretty great. It's, I like the kid a lot. I yeah. love their banter. Their banter is great. I that, so that happens. Dad's leave. Don't, no need to be a pussy about, about it. it. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. I need a tuna fish sandwich. What I'm what I'm thinking is, where's oh, my nice. sandwich? <laughs> I have like, like I would install reflective refle- panels, like stealth mode. That actually is pretty cool. Actually, I could build that. Yeah, it's a I pretty like cool that. idea actually. I don't I, necessarily understand why he decks out the uh, the garage at the end, like he's gonna come back and have a chill pad there. That's well, a kid's workshop. That's a kid's workshop. I get it. Why does a kid? What what is a what does an eleven year old kid need a hot rod? That's I I, that's what Tony like worked on growing yeah. up to get like into he passed the torch kind of yeah. Oh, is that the same car that he worked on? I don't think it's the same car he worked on, but Tony worked on cars. It's like mm-hmm. how he became Tony. Tony, yeah, the mechanic. I like I like the fact that he uh, calls a potato gun Mach Two. Yeah, yes, Mark II. Mark II. I'm sorry. Very good. It's gonna... That payoff is that payoff is really really like moving in Endgame too. When you when like that clicks, that's oh the kids there yeah yeah the kids there. Did you recognize the kid instantly? No, no. Did you have to find out after the fact? Yeah, yep. I found out here. Yeah. I found out here. Because um, he's same, older now. Same actor and everything. Same actor yeah. and everything. Going back and watching, I, I skipped to that scene in Endgame because well, apparently I wanted a good cry today after watching Iron Man 2. And watched Iron Man 3. 2. Fuck my life. <laughs> apparently I wanted a good cry after watching Iron Man 3. I feel... Um, so Iron I watched Man, that scene and it's, it's pretty obvious. Iron now. Man 2 and 3 have very good premises. Mm-hmm. Right? And 2... The thing that's keeping him alive is also killing him, and he can't figure out how to fix it. He just—it's just marred by other bullcrap. And this one, you have him suffering from PTSD with everything that happened with uh, in New York. He's having panic attacks. He can't really function when he's having a panic attack. Suit and all, it still it doesn't help him. It doesn't help him. And the Mandarin is supposed to be this really badass terrorist that he has to stop, otherwise the world's gonna be destroyed. That would have been such a great movie. Why didn't we get that? 
Why did we get plant bombs? I didn't like it. I'm, <laughs> because, I'm with you. Because the other side of it was that he needs to atone for what he was before he was Iron Man. He, despite him, yes, being Iron Man, doesn't he, get, he does need to, he does still need to be Tony Stark and atone for the things Tony Stark did in his he past. He did atone in Iron, the first Iron Man. Tony Stark in the cave is all the atonement that he needed, right? Then he comes back and he shuts down the weapons program. And then they bring back a ghost from his past and this whole thing. Like, it's, it's not the most gracefully done thing. I agree that him fighting a real Mandarin would have been cool. Like, if they just sandwiched his adventure around encounters with the Mandarin, I guess, like him blowing up his house and then taking him on at the end. It's kind of not that surprising, though, when the Mandarin reveal happens, just because the Mandarin has done nothing in the movie to that point. Like, he's just appeared in a couple of videos. We never see him talk to the henchmen. No. We never see anything happen. So, you got you know something's up. He's Like, this is a guy pulling the strings. Yeah. It's fine. I enjoy that. <laughs> but he's, I, he's like a super wizard in, like, Iron Man yeah. canon. Like, he's... But if you wanted to take the, the Mandarin yeah, yeah. and make him more grounded more for the MCU... Yeah. Be, because this is pre-Guardians, right? So they, they didn't go cosmic yet. They didn't go mystic yet. So, I mean, I guess the closest to cosmic we got is Avengers 1. Yeah. And I guess Thor is kind of... Yeah, he's from another planet. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that one of, the, one of my big qualms is the fact that, like, he's like, here's my home address. Um, motherfucker, you're Tony Stark. You think that's that, a that... classic Iron Man one Tony Stark move right there? Oh, it absolutely is. I'm not arguing that, but I don't think it's that hard to know where Tony Stark lives in the first place. It's probably on Star Maps. What ah. I'm saying is that like he has this. Okay, all right, good, good, good. <laughs> I'll stop for a second. He's got this huge mansion in Malibu. Is that where it is? Yes. Yes. Right. He's got this huge mansion in Malibu. People have like. He's on like all of the magazine covers. You tell me it not one of like the house ones. He's is, never been on cribs, right? Like it, it, that house isn't exactly subtle. No. And Aim has all of this, all of these resources at its disposal. Apparently, it never once watched where Iron Man flies and lands. He doesn't well, not fly right to his house. I think they know where he lives. It's just that he'd never called out the Mandarin before. I don't think him telling them his address was the first time they'd ever known about it. Yeah. My only, the only way I wrapped it around my head was like they needed him to call out the Mandarin for the Mandarin to attack. You can't just go to Tony Stark's house and blow it up. Yeah, then it'll be like, who is this mysterious bomber? How did they? How did they know where he lived? Like, I just, I just thought it was lazy. <laughs> like, as if, as if to say that him saying where he lived was, was. The only reason they showed up. It's like a cringeworthy scene when he does that. Like, the rest of the scene is okay, but when he just goes into the address, I'm like, dude, you suck. The rest of that statement is pretty good. This isn't politics. This isn't this. This isn't that. This is just good old-fashioned revenge. revenge. I'm like, is that what you wanted? And he throws it to you. Bill me. Yep. And then I thought about that. I was like, he could literally do that. He has so much money that that's not even... He probably had that in his pocket that, at that moment. Sure. Go probably could have just... Probably could have just whipped it out and handed it to him and been like, here, buy a new one. He's not liquid. Yeah. Loud video game. <laughs> what do you guys like about the movie? I, I again, I... I love I, the kid. I love Tony. Yeah, the the, the final, the... Um, Rhodey. Rhodes. Iron uh, Patriot. He's Iron Patriot now. That's so much cooler. No, it's not. <laughs> they make me change my password a while every time you hike in. It's War Machine Rocks That's with an X, X, all caps. <laughs> 
and then the person laughs and the gun comes down. That's so good. Like that was really good because he doesn't like turn or anything. He just like the gun just comes down and points at the guy. And then you go to the other side and Tony is laughing. Also, it's like, see, all humans have a similar sense of humor. We're all people here. We're all connected. Underrated message in this movie. Snickles yeah. <laughs> just shaking his head and rolling his eyes. Can I tell you guys my nitpicky thing I hate the most about this movie? Sure. His dancing when he's... <laughs> he's so defeated. Oh my God. <laughs> I hated this movie so much. The nitpicky thing, the like, the one that legitimately was, and still technically, is in contention for my least favorite moment of this movie, is um, him putting on the Mark 42 for the first time. When he gets on there, he's like, Jarvis, drop the needle. Cool with that. And he starts doing this dance thing, and I'm like, I fucking hate whatever it is that you're doing, Tony. Stop it. You hate dance scenes. You really do hate dancing Dancing. and songs. I don't hate dancing. You hate dance scenes. In movies. You hate dancing in movies. What other dance scene do I hate? Sonic. Yeah, fuck that. (laughs) This reminds me so much of that. Uh, he's a he's a loner in his cave with his gadgets. He's got to entertain himself somehow. <laughs> Who's been awake for like eighty hours? Yeah, yeah. he's going nuts. He's, he's, he's a little he's a sleep. little loopy. Well, you can't say that I hate dancing though, because I don't mind when I didn't say Star- you hated dancing. And just in movies, just in I movies. don't mind when Star Lord is dancing up to get the power stone. The dance off in Guardians One. Dance off in Guardians One, still fine. Okay, good. All right, you only hate dancing when there's actual music playing and you, not Chris Pratt singing. You don't like people dancing alone. Mm. Chris Pratt's dancing alone there. On screen. He's not on screen alone. He's on screen alone. He's dancing. He's with No, people. no, I'm talking about the opening scene of Guardians of the Galaxy when he's dancing. Oh, yeah, I thought you were talking about alone. the dance-off. No, I'm fine with the dance-off too. But oh, like, I, thought, I thought you meant that the opening scene where I he's like... I about that scene. Yeah. That scene's great. That scene's fucking awesome. Um, no, I, I think... he's I, not alone. That's true. There's all those little creatures around, right? And there's also um, Nebula and uh, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now that is true. That is canon. Yeah. Um, no, it's not the 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 song. I don't isn't what I just like. Dancing isn't necessarily the the physical motions he's doing. Just like freak me out. I'm like that seems perfect. There's not a lot of rhythm. Corey just did the motions. Yeah, it was. He's, and Corey's everybody going through the motions. And everybody in the room is uncomfortable about it. So. Keep going, yeah. Corey. It's fine. Right, you got fine. a song in your heart. You got to dance it out. can't be worse right. within this movie. <laughs> Oof. Woof, indeed. You're going to be surprised, but I grade it. No, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> it's going to be somehow higher than we think. I, th- I, th- I think I know what you're giving it, but we'll see. Uh, I mean, I guess we can move into favorite least then, right? We really didn't talk about this movie very much. Exactly. I guess that's, that's true. We spent a lot of time. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. On murder this episode. Um... All right, what else did I not like about it? <laughs> Let me dig deep. How many times is an Iron Man suit going to attempt to kill Pepper Potts? Three? Right. Kind of messed up. I don't know. I feel like once is enough. It happens twice in this movie? It happens twice in this movie. I feel like it happened at least one other time. It in also saves her. Like Yeah, and then she saves Tony in it. That part's kind of cool. But I like the fact that so Tony's sleeping and he's controlling it in his sleep and it tries to kill her. Okay, and then when the house blows up, he has to surround her in the suit to save her. I'm thinking, thematically, good job, Shane, Shane Black. It's like 1-1 one, one now. I like it. Call it a day. It's fine. We're, we're, we evened out. Then they went back to it. I don't like it. I really like the... the um, so he does all like the hand motions that are like controlling like when the suit comes and stuff. I, I like that idea, that concept. 
And I like the fact that he was able to like pull the suit. Essentially, like it looks like he the way the motion too is like a pull. And when he like physically pulls the suit onto Pepper in that moment, I just like the way it looks too. How did the glove get out of the barn, but the rest of the suit didn't? I think the door was just open enough for the glove to sneak. We don't see it, right? No, we don't see it. Okay. I thought that was funny. Him like doing the math of how long it should take for it to get there. I like that when he's like, "How long? What's the distance between Tennessee and wherever they were?" Eight hundred thirty-two miles. Miami. I'm good like that. I'm good. (laughs) Well, you're gonna be really upset right now. And then he starts trying, and then he does the thing that everybody does when they're trying to like be right on point with a countdown, and like when they realize that it's about to happen, they're like they speed up their countdown. So it's like three, two, one, five, four, three, two, one, because he like realized he was off. You're gonna regret it. In five, four, three, two, one. All right, last chance. You can run away right now. Also, very comic accurate. That was like a big storyline. Extremist. Tony made actually a suit that was inside his body, but like oozed out of his pores Ooh. and just like covered him that way. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty sick. That sounds like something that Tony Stark would definitely do. It also seems a little bit like what they do with him in Infinity War with like the nanotech where it's all housed in that little, in the one mm-hmm. arc reactor. Kind, kind of like that. Yeah. That's, almost that's like a more realistic out. version, I guess, than having just the suit in his body. Yeah. If he has the suit in the body, why does he ever need to put it on the outside? Something might have happened to it. There's some kind of virus in the storyline, too. I don't really oh, know. cool. I've never read it. I've just... I've heard it. Sure. Sure. And that's going up against these guys, the extreme... Like, the people with extremists? I think that they just used the name of that to, like, tie in the comic. Got it. Okay. I think it's, like, a movement or a virus or something. Like, they but... used the name of the Mandarin to... Yeah. 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 Like... <laughs> Everything The, the thing else. I will say... I'm not defending the Mandarin thing. I'm just saying I think they wanted to shake it up and like do something people weren't expecting because if you know Iron Man, you know the Mandarin's a big villain, and then they wanted to just be like you know, subvert your expectations, be like the Mandarin was a ruse. But how many it's people? Guy Pierce. But how many people who have been really excited about all of these MCU movies and were really really excited when they saw the Mandarin, be like, holy shit, I can't wait to see what they do with the Mandarin. Watch this, and we're like, well, fuck you guys. Well, I'm assuming they learned from this because a lot of people didn't like it. They retconned it. Yeah. They had like a right. short film with Ben Kingsley in prison interacting with the real Mandarin. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Fuck, I didn't know no, so they that. They're fine. We can have a real Mandarin. We're never going to get a real Mandarin. You don't yeah. know that. Tony Stark is dead. Tony Stark, yeah, exactly. He could fight somebody else. They could be a new Iron Man. Doesn't have to be. Rhodey. Rhodey is Iron Man. I don't Man really want to see the Mandarin against like the new Iron Man. That's I would cool. see Rhodey v. Iron v. Mandarin. See, I only. My. Not that this is has anything to do with Iron Man 3, but I can't get over the idea of how the MCU is going to explain itself moving forward without Tony Stark there to create things. Might, Shuri? You, you they have very, Shuri. They have other people. You might get Tony Stark back with this whole Skrull secret war shit. Oh my god, <laughs> if it's not actually Tony that died... Fuck everything. It really cheapens it, but then again, it's a comic book universe, so... No one... Everyone who dies comes back. There's... Yeah. <laughs> That's true. In some form, form, shape, or way... That's a good point. Everyone will be back. But what's nice about Iron Man is that it's just... At the end of the day, yes, Tony Stark is Iron Man, but anybody can wear the suit and technically be Iron Man. Yeah. 
It'll be interesting to see if they want to pay Robert Downey Jr. for further appearances. Yeah. <laughs> or if he's even interested in doing it. I would... That he wants to go do Doolittle 2. I'm sure that won't happen because I think that movie bombed. Oh, that movie bombed pretty bad. That came and went pretty fast. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. Before I... I don't remember. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. It wasn't anything that... If it was something important, I would have remembered. I think I was just going to bring up the fact that Tony Stark in a Lowe's or Home Depot is more He's dangerous. dressed like the Unabomber. <laughs> he is. How did that slip through? How did they let him buy all that stuff? I think that's one of my things, too, is like Tony Stark is the most famous fucking person in this country. In... in yeah, in the MCU. And the kid doesn't recognize him until he sees the suit. Yeah, the kid doesn't recognize him until he uses the suit. The lady outside, although I guess the lady outside definitely does. And she's well, just I mean, playing she, it off. She definitely knows. Cause... Yeah, because she's playing it off. Cause she's... Um, Why is she leaving? I don't know. Who knows? Leaving to go get the money that she needs to pay off for the file? I don't, I don't fucking she know. She had no intention of paying that woman anything. No. She had every intention of killing her. That's the actress from Dinner for Schmucks. She Is had it? one of those faces. I was like, oh yeah, that's her. <laughs> Who is she in Dinner of Schmucks? Um, Paul Rudd's... Uh... Yes. Okay. There's a lot of people. Like the, the woman who plays Maya is from the town. Rebecca Hill, right? Rebecca, Rebecca Hall. Yeah. Hall. Yeah. Hall. And then yes, the vice president she's... is the guy from RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The president is the Grim Reaper from uh, Bill and Ted's, right? No, the president's from uh, the, one of the inmates in Shawshank, man. Yeah, the same guy. Yeah. Same guy who plays the um, the Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted. Uh, I guess I can't. Death? Death. Yeah. death. What did I say? Death? What did I say? Well, no. You said Grim Reaper. Grim Reaper. Grim Reaper. Death. I'm sorry. It's yeah. the same. Well, it is. I just, I've same. never heard anyone say the Grim Reaper from Bill and Ted. I was like, yeah, who's yeah. that? Because... Well, he calls him Death. I think they call <laughs> yeah. him Death in the movie. We got to play the Reaper, dude. <laughs> Best 26 out of 10. It's something ridiculous, though. Butch and Sundance, Sorry, the early years. What? Damn. Four out of every three people have trouble with fractions. It's yeah, fine. it's four out of three. Exactly. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, man. I'm excited for that. The oh. new one? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's like the first year, in, I guess, since 2008 that I'm not excited for MCU <laughs> this year. What do we have? We got... Black Widow. Black, Black Widow. Widow. We have like one or two more, right? I believe so. I'm not sure what they are because I'm kind of like... Endgame kind of like ruined it. Actually, no. Well, Endgame then... Endgame just going to be so hard far to top. Far from, far from home. They were both like... Consider them one thing. Yeah. It's like a part two almost. Yes. Or a part three. A very Spider-Man heavy part three. <laughs> <laughs> Morbius isn't... No. Morbius is this year. Is Morbius MCU? I don't know. I don't think so. What's the one that Keanu's going to be in? And The Eternals? Is that a show or a movie? The Eternals is a show, I think. But no, there is a group one. (laughs) Yeah. That's The Eternals, you're right. Okay. It's a movie, right? Yes. Okay. Is that this year? Oh yeah, The Eternals. November 6th, 2020. I don't know anything about them, and I... I did feel this way about Guardians when it was coming out. Like, who gives a shit? But Hopefully it'll be another Guardians. Yeah. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So there might be Mandarin action coming down the pipe. Real Mandarin action coming be. down the pipe. Ten Rings. Ten Rings, yeah. 2021. And another Doctor Strange movie in 2021. Supposedly That's another Spider-Man. Fun. We're getting another Spider-Man. Is that the last Spider-Man that we're going to get? Last solo Spider-Man, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, for now. For to- With Tom Holland. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Thor, until, Love until and Thunder. Is that actually what they're calling it? Yeah. Oh, Natalie Portman's return. She's going to be Sheath Lady Thor, yep. I think. 
Nice. Almost did a She-Thor. That's She-Hulk. <laughs> another Black Panther. Another Guardians. And a Blade. In development. So Mahershala Ali, right? That's what it says. Yeah. That'd be fucking cool. It will be cool, hopefully. If it gets out of development. Yeah. If it gets off the ground. I imagine it will. Probably. So should we... I guess we'll get into favorite and least favorite because we have stopped talking about Iron Man sure. 3 for a while now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Favorites are anything with the kid. I love the kid. Kid's cool. Kid is cool. Least favorite, everything and anything that has to do with what they call the Mandarin. Trevor. Trevor Slattery. The fuck? <sighs> Tony, I am going to blow his face off. Drinking butt heavies. He is. Mansion. He got a speedboat, though. He's just throwing him. fortune cookies at the at the girls. <laughs> hey, which one is Vanessa? Here it is. Vanessa! <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote his dialogue? Who do you think? Like his Killian. For, Killian. I imagine. They're really... It's like fortune cookies. An American invention. Leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Uh, Hollow. <laughs> full of lies. <laughs> And leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Fortune cookies aren't so full of lies as they're just not helpful in any way. It's also not a fortune anymore. No, it's just like a proverb. Yeah, essentially. Let's call them proverb cookies. It doesn't have the same ring. It doesn't. It's, it's awful. Yeah. Uh, least favorite, Mandarin. I'll give that to you. I, I don't like what they did with the Mandarin. Um, as a storyline, not Ben Kingley, Kingsley's performance of it. Uh, favorite is... Uh, house Party. I like House Party Protocol. I like seeing all of them line up. I like seeing multiple Jarvis voices being like, what, like, whatever he says there. I like him kind of jumping in and out of different suits as he needs them. I enjoyed it. I remember that scene drastically differently. Which one? The House Party Protocol. What? How do you remember it? Well, you know the scene prior to that where he's rescuing the um, people on the plane? Yeah. But he's not really in the suit, but you don't find that out to the end. When I first, just thinking back when I first saw it, I thought the house party protocol was him like controlling all the suits at once. Oh, okay. I, I didn't have him physically on the on the boat until like later. Got you. That would also be kind of cool if he was ma- like managing to fight forty something different battles because I guess like there's forty two so, of them, right? He's so smart he can control all of them. There's probably not forty two independently. Of them. There's a lot. Yeah, but. Well, there's, we, we're on Mark 42. Well, we right, but I guess we didn't see Mark 1. Yeah. We didn't see Mark 1. That's true. So there's I'm at most I, 41. Like 1 through eight, probably 10, probably been destroyed, destroyed in the field. What Mark is he on? I think we know what Mark he's on in New York. Well, it's got to be previous than 42. Of course. No, I know. But I, I mean, imagine it's like 8. I feel like they say what it is. Or 12 or 13. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's significantly less than 42. Yeah. Because he's been tinkering a lot. That's true. I like that one point before he's in any of the suits where he's like talking to, like he's telling Jarvis to do things with like three of them. He's like, can you have Heartbreaker go help out such and such? Like he's got like names for them and stuff. Like I, I enjoyed that. It was good. They're like Tony, his kids. Tony's suit in Endgame is Mark 85. Fuck. Hey. He does so much work. But then again, he had five years in between. I'm sure he did some work. Uh, my favorite scene is actually the scene where Tony opens up to Pepper and like confesses that he's not sleeping anymore and that. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's like. That's a, that's quick, a good Tony moment. Yeah, that's a quick low key scene. It is good. Yeah, I forgot about it until you said it. 
It was really low-key, but I like it a lot. And my least favorite, I will see your Mandarin, I will raise you Aldrich Killian, because I like Guy Pierce. I like the idea of this movie, but the villain is, situation is just not good in this. Yeah. For me, that is the big fault of this movie. It's just that the fact that the villain is weak. The plan is, while cool, well, poorly executed. I mean, if we go back, I mean, we've said this a myriad of different times through a myriad of the different MCU movies that we've covered. And this is the only one we haven't done, right? This is our last, last one. Yep, this is our final MCU. I mean, God... Ever. <laughs> Until they come out with more. Go back to every MCU movie that we've done, and most of them will complain about the villain. To get the villain has gotten significantly better as sure. the yeah. has gone on. Yes, We've absolutely. Because a lot of stronger villains. If you think for like early the early movies, they the MCU wasn't the MCU yet. Yeah. So by the time you got up to like the final encounter, you're running dangerously low on your budget. So that's probably why like the fight with Ironmonger is so like lame because it's Obadiah Stane is still a good villain. I think so. He's probably in the upper half. Yes. Aldrich Killian, bottom half. Bottom three. And I don't know if you count Mandarin as a villain in this movie. Well, nope. he is the Mandarin, technically. Aldrich Killian is... Yeah. He says it. Claims to be. I am the Mandarin. I love oranges. <laughs> Whack. I wonder if that's why they had him breathing fire in that one scene. To give oh, us the maybe. hint that he's the Mandarin because one of the Mandarin's forms is a dragon. Mm, Possibly. Probably, that's probably it. Fuck you guys. Wow, Corey. What did I, I do? Not you guys. Wow. Those guys. Those, those guys. I was feeling personally attacked. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. Not you guys. Those guys. So we should, should stone it? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Every movie that we review gets a number of infinity stones from the three of us, or however many of us happen to be here. It goes from one to six. If you give it six infinity stones, you can give it an infinity gauntlet, which I'm sure sequel is just ready to do for Drop Iron Man 3. Could surprise you. Who knows? Playing it close to the vest. Well, Jeez. we're about to find out if we're getting surprised because we're going to have you kick us off, sequel. I'm going to give this movie three stones. That's what I thought. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> again, I can't say this any... Oh, how do I want to phrase this? It's a bottom three movie. I've said that so many times have... this episode. It's, it's one of the three worst MCU movies. But the, the entirety of the MCU is such an achievement. It's... There's not really a bad movie in the bunch. I'll agree with that. But on the scale, on the standard that they have set for some of their other work, this by is is just totally misses the mark for me. I don't like seeing something in a trailer, thinking I'm going to go to a movie and get something, and then I get something totally different. Um, you can't really do... The equivalent of what they do to the Mandarin is like if, they, if you went to Dark Knight and they did the same thing to the Joker. Right? That's that's what the Mandarin is to Iron Man. <laughs> the Joker wasn't really in Dark Knight. Can you imagine that? <laughs> that's It's essentially the same thing, except Iron Man's not as popular as a character as Batman. Do you know how many times Iron Man was the number one comic before the movie Iron Man was released? Zero. 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 Exactly. He was like a C-level character. Sure, which is why starting off with Iron Man was such a risk and it paid off so well for them. Yeah, three stones. Corey! Slightly higher. Going four. Um, I think that the problems with this movie are big enough to hold it back from consideration in the upper or even mid-length tier of the MCU. I, I agree with your sequel. I mean, it's it's definitely a bottom tier MCU. It's as close to a dud as we're going to get in, in a lot of ways. Um, still better than Iron Man 2. 
I'm not changing that because I just changed to that. I guess. I think they're neck and neck. They. I mean, you, yeah. It's and it's it's. I mean, on your list, they're definitely neck and neck. Yeah, on yours, they're literally neck and neck. Eighteen. Um, but it, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that you can't have fun watching this movie. There's enough. There's enough fun things that happen, and if you don't mind not seeing Tony Stark in an Iron Man suit for a good chunk of the movie, you'll be all right. Four stones. Uh, I'm also giving it four stones. I had a lot of fun watching the movie. The The flaws are noticeable. The villain thing is not good. That's what holds this movie back from being a five, because I had trouble figuring out what my least favorite part of it was going to be, and then I realized that, right, the villain doesn't get better. Never mind, that's going to be it. <laughs> But it is a lot of fun. I I guess based on body of work, it's probably like a bottom seven MCU movie for me. Something like that. I forget where it is in my rankings. Although those are ever-changing and fluid, so who knows. But yeah, great Tony moments, great kid moments. Pepper Potts, take it or leave it. And I like Iron Man 3. But it's not quite good enough to get a five. So four stones. And those are our scores for Iron Man 3. Should we do the trilogy thing? That's our last chance in the MCU. Yeah, right. it's kind of predictable though, right? <laughs> well, for the two, for yeah, all three of us, yeah, based one, three, on what two. we said in this episode, one, three, two, and one, two, three. All right, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> if you want to let us know your Iron Man ranking or what you think of Iron Man three, you can email us zthpodcast at gmail dot com. Boom. You can find us on Twitter at zthpodcast. If you have a car and you are working on it, take pictures of it, send it to us on Instagram at zthpodcast. Or on Facebook, facebook.com slash DTH podcast, or search for us in Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes, Zeros and Heroes, and an E-S. Go ahead and do us a favor and find us on that podcast app and rate us and review us and tell people about the show. You can't do that in the app. At least I don't think so. That would be a weird functionality. But spread the word. Follow us on the social media. A lot of, some of you have been reaching out lately. Much appreciated. Thank you for listening. We're hoping you continue to stick around. And until next time, it's my job to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie, Iron Man 3 included. It's wild. It's a wild thought. I forgot next time. Next time, we're going to be doing... It's going to be some weird mashup because it's going to be a week break, but we're doing a bracket of comic book movies, like the mainstream well-known ones, for March Madness. Because it's March. It is. It's bracket season, baby. This is so exciting. Honestly, it's really exciting. It's going to be really fun. We're going to be at each other's throats for certain rounds, I'm pretty sure. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Which is going to make for great podcasting. That's, that's the goal. That is the goal. We just want an entertaining show. So tune in for that. And then in the middle of that, we'll have the Vin Diesel movie Bloodshot. Ugh. <laughs> soul. I hope that movie's tolerable. Yeah, we'll, but we'll find out. I'm glad Iron Man 3 is not going to be in any bracket. Did I say that Iron Man 3 is someone's favorite movie? You did. All right, well, reiterating, that's the thing. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for being here.